This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Thursday, September 21st, 2017. I'm Caleb Brown. In the face of a natural disaster, governors beg the feds to open up the spigot for taxpayer-funded relief. But how does that change the way states prepare for disasters? Cato's Chris Edwards says the incentives are mostly bad. We spoke today. How do we evaluate the differences and the effectiveness of disaster relief between the private sector and the public sector? Well, since the beginning of the republic, the private sector in the United States, meaning individuals and businesses, have uh, brilliantly responded to natural disasters. So if you go back a century, for example, to the 1906 San Francisco earthquake and fire, which many of our listeners uh, may have heard about, it uh, destroyed 80 percent of San Francisco. It was a huge disaster. Uh, So this was the era before big government. So what happened? Well, what happened was that uh, private individuals, wealthy individuals donated huge amounts to the relief effort. Private companies like railroad companies, healthcare companies poured in supplies for free to help people. It was a really brilliant response by the private sector. Uh, What has happened in recent decades is that the federal government keeps expanding its uh, response uh, and rebuilding efforts in response to these natural disasters. And they're starting to crowd out the private relief effort and the efforts of state and local governments. So I think it is uh, a real danger here that... uh, that the bigger the federal government uh, becomes in disaster response, uh, it will crowd out other relief efforts. We're familiar with crowd out in like health insurance or alleviating poverty and that sort of thing. What does how does crowd out function with respect to natural disasters? Well, if you think about uh, the federal government uh, becoming bigger and bigger in uh, natural disaster uh, response, it's creating bad incentives for state governments. So, for example, um, you know, Florida and Texas are repeatedly hit by hurricanes, and uh, you know, they're giant states. The size of they have economies the size of many countries. Uh, they can and should uh, rebuild themselves and prepare for these disasters themselves. But if the federal government uh, comes in and bails out these states every time, they have less incentive, for example, in building their own reserve funds to deal with these uh, problems. Additionally, uh, you know, the federal government uh, creates bad incentives uh, for, uh, uh, with its flood insurance policies, for example. The federal government essentially subsidizes people to live in dangerous uh, flood-prone areas. So the more that the federal government uh, subsidizes, the, uh, it creates bad incentives for people in the private sector and for state governments to prepare for and respond to these disasters themselves. So the incentive for uh, states individually when they are hit with some sort of natural disaster or expect soon to be hit by some sort of natural disaster, it is always this sort of plea that goes up to uh, the White House to declare a natural disaster, thus opening the floodgates for a lot of federal funds. If that weren't the case, what would, uh, how would states respond? 
Well, one thing a lot of listeners may not uh, know and a lot of Americans may not understand is that uh, the states uh, do a really great job of helping each other uh, uh, without involvement by the federal government when these natural disasters hit. So, for example, a hurricane is coming toward uh, Texas. Uh, it's long been the case that Florida will send in uh, emergency and relief supplies to Texas. If a hurricane's coming toward Florida, Texas will send supplies to uh, Florida. Uh, as we've seen after Hurricane Irma in Florida, uh, Florida Power and Light was uh, assisted by uh, uh, electric utility crews from 30 other different states uh, who poured in uh, resources and crews to help with the, uh, the rebuilding and repair. So states can help themselves, uh, private utilities help themselves, uh, and they share resources. And all this occurs without top-down involvement from Washington. What of this sort of classic economic argument that we hear from uh, some sectors that, you know, natural disasters in a way are good things, that the rebuilding is stimulative and creates a lot of uh, new uh, enterprises that otherwise wouldn't exist. Well, you know, that idea is, is really nonsense. I mean, natural disasters are terrible events. They destroy lives. They destroy resources. And, of course, any uh, resources that are poured into rebuilding uh, structures after disasters are, are resources that couldn't be used to build other good things in society. So it, it is odd after disasters happen that you see, uh, you know, noted economists on, on TV and in media uh, claiming that this is going to be good for uh, the economy somehow. Uh, I really don't understand why they're saying that. It's, it just it's, it's, uh, violates sort of a fundamental um, you know, understanding of how markets work. How do we get from here to there? Uh, you know, states will continue to beg for uh, money whenever they're hit with a natural disaster. Uh, they are extremely sympathetic in, this, in the sense that, you know, these people have lost their homes. Many people have lost family members and uh, businesses have been wiped out. How do we get from here to there where uh, we let the voluntary sector essentially take up its uh, traditional role of uh, helping their, our fellow man. Well, we've got to go back to basics here, and we have to ask, well, what special and unique roles does the federal government play uh, during natural disasters? And the federal government does have unique resources, such as the Coast Guard search and rescue function, uh, the National Guard, which is substantially federally funded but is under state uh, uh, governor's uh, control during disasters. They play a key role, of course. But other than those unique capabilities, the federal government, you know, they don't really uh, employ first responders. Most first responders work for state and local governments. And the, the federal role is really just to dish out the money after disasters. But uh, I think that's um, that creates bad incentives uh, and it's not really needed. I think we should rely on state governments, principally in the private sector, to prepare for and respond to disasters. Chris Edwards is Director of Tax Policy Studies at the Cato Institute. Subscribe to and rate the Cato Daily Podcast at iTunes and Google Play. And follow us on Twitter at Cato Podcast. 